around there that says, well, symbolically we will light it, but then we need to extinguish because there's no peace right now. But I said, no, we need to light the candle and say we have hope. Okay. Now, let me share something with you that, that every day I couldn't find a good place to say this during worship. SPRC knows some of you, if you receive the email and if you read the email, <laughs> you will know about this. So, this email I was sent on Friday to the conference south district and to this congregation. And if you read it, as I said, you will know the news that Bishop Dori Escobedo Frank has made official my appointment as the new district superintendent for the South District, starting in July 2024. So that means that you're going to have another pastor next year. Um, again, that appointment uh, won't begin until July 2024, so I will be around for a while. I'm not leaving tomorrow, okay? Uh, um, so, as they say, business as usual, we will run the church having works of service, uh, having Bible study, uh, to go and visit uh, uh, people, and so on. There's a lot I can say about this decision, but I think. One very important thing to say at this moment is that instead of being the pastor leading this church to be a multi ethnic church in the future, I will be the transition pastor preparing this church to receive the next pastor, the district superintendent, Melissa, that you know, she was here a few months ago, will work with SPRC regarding the next pastor. And, but most importantly, I will help the church to set the stage for whatever plan is deciding to move the church into a multi-ethnic congregation in the near future. After worship, I will stay around, especially leaders, would you please stay? Uh, I want to talk and explain a little bit more what it means to be transition pastor. Uh, so I invite you to stay after worship, and if you have any question, I will be glad to respond them the best I can. But as you know, and you know very well, Sunday is for worship. Amen. And worship is about God. Amen. So we will worship the Lord this Sunday. We will worship the Lord. And today is the second Sunday of Advent. And I invite our sisters from the Sunday school class to light the candle of peace. So please come. And so this call, we were we were talking about the unexpected times when the Holy Spirit
In days when God's people longed for peace, Isaiah said, Comfort your Speak tenderly to your She has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Isaiah 40, verse 1. We gather today also seek comfort and peace. Yet we are unsatisfied with ideas of peace that tell us we need quiet and go over well with peace. Justice. Yearn for peace. The heirs of liberty of unity, empathy, and flourishing for all. Bendiciones, hermanos y hermanas. We light these candles as signs of God's shocking hope and just peace. May they be beacons calling us to repent and to live the good news of Jesus Christ as we wait and watch and labor for the day when all people can gather together and worship and glorify God. Amen. Amen. And then also today's special day, we have the choir singing. Praise be to God. Harmony prayers for her. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Come on, we're going to give God some praise this morning. This is the season of our Lord and Savior's birth. And so we want to go tell it on the mountain. Now it's a little traditional mix with new school, but I know y'all can
tell it on the mountain, over the hill and
Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Worship is about God. But see, He is so good that let us enjoy this way by singing, by praising, by having communion here together. God is good all the time. Amen. Amen. I want to uh, share with you, last Friday, we had uh, some time um, with the Karina Maldonado's family, uh, our ad assistant, as they were saying goodbye to her husband, also the, her daughter, Michelle, prayers for them, for, for the whole family as well. We are blessed to see Leola with us today, and, and prayers for you as you go into Alabama. All right, stay safe. Uh, blessings to you as well. So at this uh, moment, um, let me, let me, before the reading today, uh, uh, there is a special occasion today. Maria, you want to share a little bit about that? Uh, the, the, or, or Christina? You, I mean, right on the spot, right? <laughs> it's 20 years, I remember. Amen. So 10 years ago, uh, they are celebrating me memory of, of the grandma, the mom, uh, uh, Maria, uh, Christina. And thank you for sharing with us these blessings. Welcome, welcome, of course. Yeah, thank you. So at this moment, we will receive the word of God uh, for today. We have two readings uh, in season of Advent. First, from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 to 11. And the other reading is from the gospel according to Mark, uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Please stand as you are able for the reading of the word of God. Comfort, oh, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and, hear, and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for her sins. A voice cries out, in the wilderness, prepare the way, O Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill will be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice, cry, a voice says, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All people are grass. Their consistency is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. Get you up to the, to the high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules with him. His reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. 
he will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them into his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. Mark chapter verses one through the proclamation of John the Baptist. The beginning of good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out into the wilderness, Prepare the way, O Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong from his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Blessing to God's word.
Amen. Amen. Emmanuel, God is with us. Amen. Amen. And very carefully, Amen. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Would you pray with me? Dear Lord, you are our God, and we are your people. And certainly you are Emmanuel, God with us today. So as we come to this time of preaching and teaching, we pray that we can find wisdom and direction, hope and peace in the near future. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. Time to get it right. God has tried. God is trying. And God keeps trying to get it right. God had the intention to save his people. And for centuries, God showed the way to his people, the people of Israel, through the law, through the prophet. God tried and keeps trying to show us the way of salvation. Somehow it wasn't working. And God was not satisfied. And then God tried something new. And as our Sunday school class today, something unexpected. Something radical. God prepared the first Christmas. The first Christmas. The moment when the gift of God came to be in a little child in a poor family, in a humble stable, and from there the, to bring salvation for the world. God was preparing that first Christmas. And I wonder how do we prepare for Christmas these days? Let's see. I checked uh, to see how much America spends on Christmas. According to what I found, that would be an average of $850 per person. An average American will spend $850 for this Christmas, I guess I am not an average, an average American. <laughs> I spent $40 the other day. <laughs> so I still have 810. <laughs> and I also said that uh, about half of those $850 will be gifts for other people. So I'll be here on Christmas. <laughs> Obviously, not all of us spend that kind of money on Christmas. And that average means that many people spend even more 
than 850 but if you spend 850 dollars then i hope you consider a christmas gift for the church but regardless of that kind of spending it tells us how many people prepare for christmas would you agree with me that many people have lost the real meaning of Christmas? God was preparing for that first Christmas. God has been trying to show us the way to prepare for Christmas. And God keeps trying to make us understand that Christmas is to bring the message that the Son of God came to be born among people. And that is the greatest gift of all. Amen. Amen. Now, the first Christmas was announced long, long time before, prophesied many years before it occurred from our reading in Isaiah and the whole book of Isaiah. We can understand that that message was delivered at least 700 years before the first Christmas. No doubt that this idea of Christmas was in God's heart. And no doubt that when God is determined to do something, he always always follows through. Amen? He always follows through. Remember that. The prophecy of Isaiah, we already read it. We heard it as, as we were uh, lighting the candles. Isaiah 40, uh, uh, verse 1, Comfort, oh comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double restitution, double for all her sins. A voice cries out in the wilderness, where everything is chaotic, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A highway for our God. Let me share with you about this stall, which is a symbol of the order of elders. This stall was given to me by one of my former churches the first day I started there in that congregation. Uh, as you can see, when they bought this stall, they were thinking in the former pastor, because it's long, you know. <laughs> that pastor was much, much taller than me. But I appreciate the gesture, and I, it is a beautiful one. It has the advent colors, right? And, and on, on this side, we have a lamp, a light, like a lawn. The first candle, the candle of hope. And on this side, we have a shoot or a sprout, which symbolizes uh, the prophecy about David's lineage 
a shoot from the branch of David, a descendant from David, the most loved king of Israel, not a perfect king, certainly a human, right? But very well loved. From that sprout will regrow a tree. That tree, the house of Israel, will be rebuilt. Out of this little sprout, but this time, this tree will have more space, not only for the people of Israel, but space for you, space for me, and for all those who believe. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. After hope is held, God begins a new regrowth, even from a single sprout. God can make things happen. If not, ask Mary. Amen? God can make things happen. Say that with me, please. God can make things happen. Don't forget that. Now, this time, the signature of this house would be, as we just read, forgiveness and restoration. Forgiveness and restoration. And I imagine the sound of those words for a nation that has been punished, that has been in exile. That has been defeated, oppressed. Forgiveness is a powerful gift. For some of us, giving forgiveness costs us a lot. And I'm not talking about monetary cost. But to forgive costs a lot. But forgiveness from God is free. Free for you and free for me. Have you been forgiven? Have you been forgiven? Now you are free to forgive. Amen. Forgiveness is a powerful gift. Nothing that we can buy with $850 will compare to what we receive for free from the Lord. His forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. While God promises forgiveness and restoration, God continued to prepare the first Christmas in a very unique way that God has for doing things. Today's scripture in Mark talks about one of my favorite persons in the Bible. A person that was coming before Jesus. The one that was going to prepare the way for the Lord. I can call him a transition pastor. <laughs> I wish I could call him John the Methodist. Unfortunately, is John. No, not unfortunately. Sorry about that. 
uh, John the Baptist. Some people call John the Baptizer because that was what he did. So I cannot call it John the Methodist because um, it doesn't work like that. But John, John was such a great prophet, bold, truthful, courageous. But at the same time, he was humble and obedient. Which is what I saw, what we saw in Sunday school today, <laughs> amen, with Mary humble and obedient. If we talk about servant leadership, John is the perfect example of submission and obedience. He knew his place in ministry. He knew it when, when he said, the one coming after me is who you are really waiting for. And probably it's the same here for Pacoima, <laughs> if you know what I mean. The one who is coming after me, I'm not worthy to carry his sandals, said John the baptizer. John was not only a peculiar man, but a peculiar prophet. I heard a preacher who said that John ministered from the margins. And that speaks a lot to our church. Because we do ministry from the margins. Different than uh, prophets like um, Daniel, who was a prince. Or Isaiah, who was a very educated person. John was a simple person with a simple living, but very, very consecrated to God. And when he started speaking, people listened to him. And his favorite word was, anyone? Repent. Repent. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Repent. And you might already know this. Repent in the original language means turn from where you are going and follow this new way. Repent. And then he said, I'm preparing the way for the one who will baptize you. With the Holy Spirit and fire. And fire. God was preparing for Christmas, and then with John, he was preparing the way for people to come to this new deal in Christ. So I wonder how are we preparing for Christmas? How are we preparing the way so others can see the message of Christmas? Not only from the church, but in our persons as we walk during this week. Because this is a message that we cannot afford to purchase. But this is a message that we are blessed that we can carry around. This is a message that came by grace, a message that we receive it by grace 
from above. So it is free, and it is free for you, it is free for me, and it is free for everyone. But somebody needs to carry the message. Is that you? Is that me? Everyone here. Come and buy, Isaiah wrote. Come and buy without money. Make a new deal with the Lord. God was preparing for Christmas. The first Christmas already passed. And so how are we preparing for this Christmas? Author and theologian Henry Nowen refers to this season as a season of active waiting. We're waiting. We are waiting for Christmas. Active waiting. Active waiting. Meaning waiting in prayer. God, help me to understand this mystery of your son coming to earth. Waiting in prayer. Waiting in reading and meditating, Sunday school, Bible study on Wednesday, reading and meditating on the scripture for this season to learn the why and the how God decided to disturb our lives with Jesus among us. Amen. Waiting by fasting. Instead of eating a meal or two, dedicating that time to pray, to read, giving away what we didn't eat to help the poor and the needy. Fasting to focus on God and our neighbor's need instead of our own needs. Because that is the Christian way for fasting. Waiting for Christmas, but an active waiting. Waiting as Jesus demanded from his disciples. And if you uh, and I say we are disciples of Jesus, then this word is also for us. Waiting and preparing. Waiting and preparing because we don't know when the future coming of Jesus will happen. So we wait and we prepare. Yes, God was trying to get it right this time, and he did it. He did it. Can we get it right this time? Can we? Yes, let us prepare for our parties. Let us spend those $850. Let's buy the gifts. Let's come to worship. Let's Prepare and celebrate, but remember that we also need to prepare the way so that at the end we can receive, we can celebrate, and we can share this gift that is for free, the Son of God coming to earth and his, in his message to find hope, to find peace, and to find salvation. May it be so. Amen, amen. and amen.
that in the middle of the world situation, in the middle of our own personal situations, we see the future with hope. And this hope is that flame that is fed by the promises of our God. And as we trust in God, this sense of peace makes us confident 
that God will follow through and that God will be with us. He has been with us and is with us and will be with us. Would you pray with me? God of judgment, yes, but also God of reconciliation and peace. Grant us your peace this day. Judge us with your grace and love and touch us with your peace that surpasses all understanding. Bless our world with the amazing love of your peaceable kingdom. The kingdom that will come, but the kingdom that is here today. In this holy season, grant us that powerful hope of your Holy Spirit that will make possible to see through the darkness into that light that you have for us. In this season of preparation, prepare us in our hearts for the birth of your Son, for the coming of your justice and righteousness. Prepare us so we can be ready to live by hope and in peace with you and with our neighbor. Prepare us to live as your people in this hour and in the days ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because your amazing grace has touched us. And it is with us. And it is for us. In Jesus' name we pray. And your children say together, Amen and Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. This is the time when we come with our offerings and tithes uh, as part of our worship uh, to God. In this uh, week's email, you will find two ways to help and support our community with simple acts of kindness. You will receive an email. Please read it. All right. For now, we remember that God blesses the cheerful giver for you worshiping with us online. You will see the way you can support the church with gifts and tithes and blessings. So let us receive uh, the offering for this morning. Let us consecrate this uh, offering. Dear God, with these uh, gifts, we pray that you bring forth your, your peace, your kingdom of peace. With these gifts, Holy One, bring forth signs of hope. 
Even in the most difficult situations of our lives, in the most difficult situation of this world, bring your peace. With these gifts, loving spirit, help us be that light and help us bring that peace into your world. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. So as I mentioned earlier, after the service, uh, uh, service concludes, I will stay here in front uh, to explain a bit more about what it means uh, to be a transitional pastor uh, and to answer any easy question that you might have for me. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to do that after worship so we, we can... We can finish worship in the way it is. And then uh, please, especially leaders, stay here for, for a moment. Uh, and, and we'll do that. So for now, please, as you are able to receive the benediction. So as we follow the route of this new way in God, as we actively wait to celebrate Christmas, may the love of God, the peace of the Son, and the power of the Holy Spirit to be witnesses be with you, with your families, now and forever. Amen. And let the people of God say,